What up, though? Welcome. Welcome to Everyday Ish Podcast. Each episode, we step into all things involving relationships, cultural or wellness, and entertainment. I am Pretty Teach. And I am Moses. And we in this beat. Hey. Uh, we want to always thank y'all for listening, for tuning in. Make sure y'all check out the previous episode. As always, send us a DM, send us an email, uh, comment on our you know pictures and videos on Instagram, on Facebook. Again, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for listening. But what's up, friend? How you doing? You all right? I'm all right. I'm good. Okay. How you doing? You know, I can't I can't complain. The new year been all right. You know what I'm saying? It's been all right. January zoomed the fuck by and I don't I don't really understand where it went, but I wish know. it would have zoomed. We're gonna see this a little bit faster. Like I'm trying to <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's, it's okay. Well, I mean, you know, it's all right. It's moving at a swell pace. Swell pace. Okay. <laughs> I see that. I can see that. Hey. I, can see that. I just feel like we was just at the first, though. Like, yeah. I can see that, too. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I want to jump into real quick the issue of the week, get it out the way, um, just because. I haven't started reading my issue of the week just yet, but I said, I told y'all, you know, I was trying to get back into reading um, on the previous episode. So this one, I think a lot of people have read this book. Um, It's called The Four Agreements. Uh, It's a wisdom Mm -hmm. book, I guess. So that's, that's next on the, on the uh, reading train for me. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm excited only because I heard good things about the book. You know what I'm saying? Great book, um, great book. I'm, you read I, it, friend? I should probably reread it. Yeah. Okay. I okay. I got that as a gift after I had left my uh, my job at a, and when I was an undergrad. One okay. of the financial officers had gave it to me. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that makes me even more excited. Yeah. yeah. The fact that you want to reread it also. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, guys, the four agreements, if you haven't heard, already um yeah i'm about to jump into that um pretty you, soon i don't know when you finish the other book you told us to read i did i had okay. finished, see, i finished that one before i told y'all about it that's serious this one <laughs> <laughs> this one i you know i gotta pick it up you know what i'm saying so um but no i'm i'm quite excited like i've been saying but yeah though i hear reading and shit that's i love reading. to see it yeah yeah i love when people read do you read I do, because sometimes they don't. You know, you know so, and I'll just be like, damn, am I speaking English? Or... <laughs> My mom on? used to read a lot, like, you know what I'm saying? So I think she's Yeah, mom got a lot of books, don't she? Like, she do. She yeah. does. She do, she does, all of that. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> um, she's she been an inspiration behind it, I feel like, um, kind of thinking about, you know, the woman that she is, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? My mom, my mm-hmm. mom's dope as hell for real. Like, yeah. <laughs> you ever just sit Definitely. back and think about your mom? She dope as hell. But yeah, though, four agreements <laughs> on the reading train, and I'm on that bitch for real. I'm trying to stay on because I don't, I don't do too good with it. But Jeez, New Year, you read New one book. A lot of motherfuckers have not. You know, that's really my, you know? my so. third, my third book that I read. The one that I read with y'all. Yeah. But it's been over a span of time. Like I didn't read them all this year. I'm just saying. Like <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
What about you, friend? You got a you got an issue of the week for us? Something you want to share with the people? Yeah, I got an issue of the week. Uh, mine is gonna be a small business, which okay. is growing into a bigger business. I want to shout out Blossom Bright Candles just because I just got like eight of them or something. Oh, okay. Appreciate the package. Uh, yeah, dope, dope candle company. Uh, all natural ingredients and stuff. Oh, you know like, that? Yeah, man. Cause I don't know if y'all be noticing. You know what I'm saying? It's not an ad, but Bath and Body Works candles and shit. Like them motherfuckers be potent, bro. Like <laughs> it'll really suffocate you. And I, you know what I'm saying? You ain't really supposed to be breathing that in. So I go ahead and breathe in this mm. natural shit that they got over here. They in okay. like local stores too in uh, Detroit. Like all over Detroit, like Myers, all types of shit. They had like some floor shots with thrifty fl- uh, floors and shit. So they out here, man. Go to their website. I think it's, uh, it is, I don't know, maybe myblossombright.com. Okay, we're going to make sure we put it somewhere on the page or, you know. Um, yeah, y'all can check out. I got their Instagram, though, for sure. It's at my Blossom Bright. So go ahead and check them out. Hit the link in their bio. Buy some candles. It's uh, Valentine's Day coming up, too. So mm-hmm. they got a little um, buy one, get two sale going. That's I nice. advise y'all to check that out for sure. That's nice. So, I love that. That's my issue of the week. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, well, we got a guest this week. You feel me? Oh, uh, I tried to get around like last year, but you know, I don't know what happened. Maybe life and shit, cause life be happening. Um, more so probably on my part. So you know, <laughs> we just gonna keep moving along. I got my girl Miana Suave, the urban sexologist. And the founder of Raw and Explicit, um, she's here with us this week. What up, though? Hey, hey! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited. We excited. Yeah. <laughs> now, because only because you know we normally don't you know talk about sex or like raunchy subjects, so it's gonna be different. I feel like for our listeners and things, but I'm I'm. It's going to be fun, I feel like. We're going to have a lot of fun. You know what I'm saying? But can you introduce yourself? Tell the people who you are, what you do, what you got going on. You know what I'm saying? So they get to know you a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hi, I'm the urban sexologist, Miana Suave. Um, I have been doing sex education, or at least working in the field of sex education uh, professionally, I want to say, since 2000 and just say 14 right after college um sex has been something that has been very important to me since a child when I asked my mom about the birds and the bees she told me you stick a penis inside of a vagina and then the penis gets excited and it puts out some something called sperm and yep she told me the exact thing that happens at the age of four so it just built my curiosity and Mm. since then I just love the study of anatomy sexual health my um uh specialty i would say is prevention because i'm a strong advocate on um sti awareness and hiv okay and 
um, with Raw and Explicit, which is, again, a sexual health company where we basically specialize on promoting sex education and self-love with our urban communities. Hmm. And we work with young adults um, just and other organizations to promote, again, education. And we also um, have classes where, like, we do, like, um, classes to help enhance your sexual abilities, I may say. So, like, stretch classes, um, Ryan penis classes, uh, <laughs> cunnilingus classes, fellatio classes, things like that. Well, hold on. You said, what was be- before fellatio? Cunnilingus. So, prefer- performing oral sex on the vagina. Oh, hey, Amen. Okay. Probably a lot of you niggas need to go take that class. I'm just saying. A lot okay. of you. <laughs> All of you. I was about to say, yeah. Everybody go. Honestly. <laughs> No, that's hype as hell, though. That's very interesting, you know what I mean? Especially the fact that you wasn't really... Well, you were kind of exposed to it, you know, at a young age, but that's kind of dope, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I just... And it's just something that just, like, captured me. Like, you know, some people, they want to be a doctor or nurse or something on that level. I wanted to talk about sex. I always knew I wanted to. Okay. So... Okay. Well, can I ask? I don't. It might be a little personal, and you don't got to answer it. You know what I'm oh, saying? If you don't want to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do got to like a round of questions. You know what I'm saying? That we got, you know, kind of set up for you too. Um, you know, for the episode, try to see if you, you know, we can have a little bit of fun. But yeah. um, since you were interested in it at a young age, did you? This might be a bit too personal, but um, were you interested in being like sexually active at a young age as well, or was it just like? something you wanted to find out more about like information wise and education wise like you you know like you teach now I guess so to be honest when I was younger it just was a curiosity okay for me it was just more so interesting to me like what like I wasn't necessarily again I wasn't taught pleasure like okay wrong it wasn't like doing that was pleasure it was basically that's how you make babies right right that's how it was introduced to me so with that, like as I got older and started realizing little things, then I was like, Oh, I wanna see what that's about. <laughs> so of course the curiosity of like, you know, like masturbation and stuff happened, um, and things like that, but I mean that's normal, but right. yeah, I, I don't I wouldn't say that it made me, you know, more wanted to know how it feels. No, it was really just like this is how babies is made. And it was mm-hmm. like babies is made to how it is understanding like certain things. So like that's how the anatomy of it interests me, which grew to like the prevention methods and things like that, seeing that good and bad can occur with this. So Yeah. yeah. Well, like being in the times that we're in right now. Do you think there is like an appropriate age to tell your child or children about sex and like how? Yep. How would you explain it? Do you explain it with terms of pleasure included? Is it just the, oh, the organs? Really, so or? when it comes when it comes to like kids, because like I have a daughter and she's five. So when it comes to kids, like I feel like you need to teach them the basics. Like start with the basics. You don't necessarily have to talk about what what it is like how it was just told to me like I asked to like I wanted to know I was tired I'm like ain't no birds and no bees making me so like it, <laughs> so it was that different. shit don't make sense what it don't make me? sense at all so yes. with that it's just like um you just go with with the child like the knowledge of what the child may ask you and but I do feel like it's very 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 important 
at a young age, preferably when they start talking, to tell them about their body parts. Mm-hmm. To know, like, the proper names of it. Because, like, I always tell my friends, pocketbook, poodle mama, Peters and Bubbles, all that stuff is not going to hold up in court if something happens to that baby. Mm-hmm. So they need to know their body parts. They need to know the vagina. They need to know the penis. They need to know their, you know, their breasts, their butt. They need to know these parts, including not just on the face, not just the hands and the arms. Like, they need to know. So I feel like it's a, it should start at a young age, but it should also start off of their own curiosity and things like that rather than just jumping into what it is. Mm. I never thought about it from that perspective of like if something, you know, were to happen to the child, um, then mm-hmm. being able to, you know, elaborate on what's going on. That's yeah. Wow. Holy hell. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, do you find like when you're doing these classes, um, do you find that a lot of people are like apprehensive or like stuck in their own ways, you know, about things that you're trying to teach them? Or is it like a lot of people are like on board and, you know, they ready to like learn more? Um, Most of the people are very open minded. But okay. you got to think coming to a class like that, you kind of got to be open minded. Yeah. So it's I haven't really had those kind of issues really with anyone that's even thinking they know more than me or none of that really. It's just everybody comes with an open mind or they'll tell me certain things that they do. And I'll be like, okay, well, you know, it makes sense. If that's what works for you then, you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. that's just really how it goes. Like it's, it's, I haven't had anyone that felt like they can kind of like try to tell me something. Cause I'm like, bro, we all at the same time. We all learning from each other. I'm just right. trying to tell you the basis of what you don't know or probably, probably don't know. Right. You got a favorite class? Honestly, I my favorite classes, to be honest, is my classes that I do with like other outside um, organizations or like the kids or like the youth and stuff. I like specifically talking about like statistics and uh, STI awareness. That's my favorite. Mm. Like I can't say like the classes where I'm teaching everybody. It's fun. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I really like that aspect of it because that's where it started from for me okay okay cool so like is there a cure for AIDS or what's going on (laughs) (laughs) you just 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 jumped in it all right um you gotta excuse her sometimes no it's okay it's okay no but I mean there there has been studies that have shown uh test trials of people curing quote-unquote the virus within their um, bodies after certain trials and things like that. But is it one that's just out there available? No, there isn't. So it's not necessarily something to say like, oh, it's a cure now, but there are um, prevention measures now that could be used to prevent um, contracting the virus um, without, uh, I'm not going to say without using a condom because you should always have protective barriers. But if you don't use a condom, that there is a way for you to protect yourself from HIV. What? Yeah. So you can pop a pill and be immune. So I wouldn't necessarily, so it takes a while for it to get into your system. Um, And also it varies on um, the anatomy in which you have as well, which could help with the, I'll say immunity in which you just said, but like with um, those with penises, it's like seven days for the for it to actually get into your system. 
Um, and those with the vagina, it can take up to 28 days, 21 to 28 days, um, for it to get into your system. But it is, but it is used for both. Is you can use um the pill method or injections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's the, yeah, yeah, so that, that actually just got uh FDA approved. I want to say the end of the year, the end of last year, um, for people to use injectable um, medications, of which you have to go to the doctor to get, and it's bi monthly after the um first two injections, in which you'll take, um, and then it's also the pill in which you take once a day, which is either Travada or Discovery. Wow. Yeah. So y'all hear that? If y'all at somebody's house and they got Travada. Travada or Discovery. They're both. Or Discovery. Yeah, they're, they're, so they it's, a prep, it's a prep. Um, it's used for prep. It's also used for those who do um who are living with HIV, but it's also a prevention measure for those who do not have the virus. And those are the only two um proven medications or approved medications for it at this time. Hmm. Is it anything, is it any um, they running a fucking monopoly. How much that shit costs? So, yeah. what's crazy is now most insurances are paying for it. What? So, it's not as hard as it used to be. Like, it was a time at first where you would literally have to, you know, go to the uh, get coupons or something from the actual pharmacy company, which is made from to get it or just like uh, like vouchers and things like that or getting that actual. Um, prior authorization to get it things like that but now it's more open like even through medicaid you can uh they cover it now for in most cases Uh, is it more popular in in men or women do you know it's more popular um within men um also those uh, who are within the community or msm so it's more um common with that but of course that's their target market um Mm. however they're However, it's for everyone. Right. Yeah, everyone uses it. But of course, because HIV still has a stigma behind it of just of being, you know, more of a, a gay, gay male disease quote, quote, or MSMs mm-hmm. or things like that. Like, no, this is it's impacting everyone. Like if that wasn't the case, black women wouldn't be up there as the highest. You know what I'm saying? If that was the case. So yeah, it's for everybody. Does <laughs> Damn. I'm sorry, but I'm just thinking about how, um, like the reason you know black women would be, you know, the next to the highest. I feel like because <laughs> a lot of these, I'm saying though, a lot of these males don't be out here telling the truth, and they just, you know, what I'm saying, be out here doing anything. You feel me? That shit got fucked up. Is yeah. that true? You, you yeah. got the statistics. Is yeah. it is it mostly gay men or down low gay men? I, so it's most it's mostly men um with it. I wouldn't necessarily say um down low or things like that, but it is mostly men who um have the, have um are living with HIV. However, um women get it too because of course some people aren't being honest mm-hmm. when it comes to their um their sex lives or their using and sharing needles. Um, you know, though that still is a way in which people contract mm. the virus, rather if it's right. you know, without you know it being sexual. So, um, so yeah, that is really like the whole statistic of it being mostly that. But women, um, do contract it, and black women are the highest rated. I can't say like 
you know, the reasons why, but we know most of the reasons, like, yeah. why, in the sense of relationships being unhonest or users and things like that, because people aren't honest with their usage either if they are users sometimes. Mm. So, is it any like other STD outside of AIDS or HIV that might be higher, like in the black community? Chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. What the fuck are y'all out here? Oh my god, damn! <laughs> so <laughs> even in like even the city, like in the city, those are the top three STIs that um are mostly reported. And it's also the highest um within the country as well. So yeah, so those are the what? top three STIs that most people are um, contracting right now. Can you say them one more time for the people? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bye, this is this throwing me off. Chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. Uh, syphilis is actually rising again like it you know mm. before it was a time in which uh it kind of went down but it's back uh rising again to kind of be the top three on and most reported stis um yeah so that's yeah that's the gist that's yeah to me very top one and of course you know uh hpv herpes all that type of stuff are still around as well so Y'all better wrap it the fuck up. I don't know what the straights and the gays is out here doing, but y'all gotta calm down. And put the needles down. Shit. They have clean clean needle programs and stuff too for those who are users, like the exchange programs and things like that. Just don't do it. But yeah, I mean. Just don't do it, y'all. It's okay. Well, I do appreciate the insight, though. It's in, it's interesting to hear, you know what I'm saying? But it's also like, damn, y'all, can everybody relax? Like, what? Right. Just, I just like, feel like a lot of, I just feel like a lot of people, like, some people are afraid to be who they are when it comes to being a sexual being. And mm-hmm. that causes a lot of, um, like, secretive and things like that of what they like to do or into or even their preferences. So that could contribute, um to like the you know the risk factors and things like that lack of education lack of places to go get tested to go to doctors not making them feel comfortable to even go get tested and things like that to check themselves out mm. having too much trust into one of your one partner and all that type of stuff like all that contributes to it yeah that makes yeah. sense that makes sense well you know i keep it you know a little ignorant so <laughs> You know, I got to ask you, too. Okay. You got to explain, like, the squirting. Like, it, well, it's clearly t- we're about to take a turn into what the, it uh, is. More tell raunchy, people what it is. Uh, we know what it is. I mean, squirting is ejaculation. It's ejaculation from, um, you know, from the clitoris. However, it's like, it's just fluids. It's ejaculation fluids. And it's a little pissed in there, too, because it's coming through the bladder. But... Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. Female right. ejaculation, but you know, it's, I'm not gonna say it's fully pee. Like, like what's the I, I what's the honest, ratio? Nobody really knows. <laughs> what's Everybody, the ratio? People know, but nobody really knows. That's because if we all knew, we wouldn't always ask this damn question to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, every, I mean, that's like I don't give a. Do people ask you that a lot? Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it's, and not even just me, but like other uh-huh. like people and people conversation on sex and everything. Like it's like, yo, like okay, I I get it. Like we all want to know, but we gotta yeah. also start doing more studies on the vagina because y'all just learned how it really looked in textbooks in the early two thousands. So, 
we still got to do some work on that. Do you think they should? Like, it is, but like I said, it is some urine in it, yes. I'm not going to say it's all urine because it's not all, but it is like some fluids in which we have produced in our body that builds up too. So, Do you think they should um, bring back like sex education classes in yes. like, high schools this, and things? That's a, that is what I do, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. that is what I do. Go out to schools, go out to different community organizations and promote sex education because it is needed. Everybody is having sex. That's Not everybody. everybody, but That's true. Yeah. a lot of people are having sex. It is out there. It is accessible. Like people need to learn about it. Like it ain't it ain't going under your mama bed and getting a VHS test tape no more rewinding the back. I just pick up a phone and then see something like, oh for real. That's very and all these kids got these damn tablets. Yeah, yeah, like pretty pony. You're gonna see somebody riding a pony, quote unquote, and I don't mean a horse. Mm. I didn't even know that. Damn. Too I mean, much, it, it just it just varies on like starting how deep you're trying to search within the search. <laughs> right. Right. That make because I mean, of course it was a different time, like you know what I'm saying, when we was growing up, but I don't think I would I think I just I was a very like nosy kid. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't. I can't say I was. But we didn't have interested porn until Pamela Anderson and. I'm just saying, like I knew what it was at an early age, like earlier than I was probably supposed to. But I wasn't asking yeah, no questions. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, oh, that's sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. now I feel like kids are a lot more advanced, and they do have, you know, their hands on a lot more shit than we did. We was outside. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In the streets, playing curveball and all type of shit. These niggas not doing that, like. Are they advanced or is information just more accessible? Both. I was about to say both. Yeah, it's both. Some of these little fuckers is geniuses, but you got the other ones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. I love kids. And y'all know I love kids. Don't, don't do that now. I love, I love the children. But I'm just saying, like, some of that shit, it just be like, you know, it's it ain't HBO no more. Like when you ain't gotta hit the back button no more. It's just it's no, at your you do not. You it ain't no BT on You know, <laughs> it's at your it's shit. It's on. It's everywhere. Like the whole world is sexed out. Like <laughs> to be That's honest, Twitter ain't nothing but porn hood for real. Yeah, and then yeah. the censorships and things that they're doing or trying to do, like. I feel like that's kind of defeating the purpose because it's still accessible and it's just limiting those who are like within the field to even spread information because some censorships too. Mm. Mm. We have now, so. Mm. Damn. So, is there like a perfect way to have sex with your partner? Talking to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Knowing what they like, reading their body languages. I mean, languages hack. Um, yeah, all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, senses, using all your senses, everything. Like, it is very important to use your senses when you're trying to have intercourse with your partner because it's, it's all valid. And just paying attention to them and asking them questions, seeing if they like something, hearing them out, like, Sometimes something may seem it's consensual, but then at the same time, when that discomfort comes in, you got to notice that if they ain't going to say it. Mm. So it is, I want, it it is ways to 
I wouldn't necessarily say make it perfect, but it's ways to make it comfortable. Make it an experience. Because sex should always be an experience. Sex. Every time. I like that. I like that. Yeah, you got to try. You got to spice it up every time if you can, for real. Yeah, I mean, because everything can't always be vanilla. Some people like a little sprinkle. A little swirl swirls or you know different flavors and things like people like different things and you got to know that like if you're doing mm-hmm. the same thing all the time like that curiosity is most definitely gonna float mm-hmm. that's facts mm-hmm. um is it any pros or cons to like masturbating <laughs> <laughs> These is questions now, okay. These is questions <laughs> that was coming from folks, you know what I'm saying? So we just gonna start throwing them at no, you. That's point, fine. You know that's, that is yeah. fine. Um, pros and cons. I would say there I I think honestly it's pros and cons to everything in life, mm-hmm. even if it's pleasurable and enjoyable. Um, when it comes to masturbation, yes, I believe there are pros and cons. Um, pros to it is that you're learning your body, you're learning the things in which you like, what satisfy you. And then that's something in which you can educate your partner on because you know from experience on self of what you like. Um, a, a pro, a, another uh, kind of it is like doing it too much, it can become for you like now some things that your partner does after a while, if it's the same thing for you, your body is going to like, you're going to be like, okay, like you're going to become bored with it. Yeah. Like it can become boring. And again, it's pros and cons to everything, even those things that are pleasurable and enjoyable. Mm. So, so all them roses, y'all need to chill the fuck out, is what she said. <laughs> I, I do what you do, but because it's not like it's gone, like, because people always be saying, like, if I do it too much, I ain't gonna feel nothing no more. No, it's not that you're not gonna feel nothing no more. It's just gonna take more to get you to that point now, because mm-hmm. you're doing it so much, your body is used to it now. Mm-hmm. So if you normally you know, have a nice little explosion within the first five minutes or so, but now I don't do it. So now I may be 10 now. And that's also going to depend on with your partner as well, if they have the same kind of sensation or bring the same kind of feeling to which whatever you normally use to masturbate does. Because they can bring something different to the table, which will bring back that five minutes. But if it's the same thing, it may take a little more than normal. Mm, Makes sense. Yep. Yep, that book. Makes sense. That book. That's fucked up. I'm talking to somebody that she just can't stop doing it. I'm like, stop. Like, <laughs> press pause. That's that, but then too, that's something too in which you know it can lead to addiction. It can. Well, Definitely speaking of that, is. speaking of that, is there a difference in a nympho and a sex addict? So, how can I put this? I'm going to use off of my, now I'm going to say this off of my opinion because termin, like, terminology-wise is kind of kind of the same, but it's not because most times sex addicts, it's, can be, it can be categorized in different ways, like from like porn, masturbating, mm-hmm. um, you know, just certain fetishes and things like that. Because it all kind of falls under one umbrella. Like, if you ask me, like, that's just, okay. that's just the best way I can <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's fair, though. Do you, so, friend, you got a 
Like, you feel like it's going to turn into a problem for your friend? Or is it like... <laughs> I don't know. You got to move past that. Sorry, all right. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> March 4th. Just hoping no, that wasn't caught. Uh, um, what about I say? Uh, so, for the fellas out here, you know, they want to know, like, I'm sure they don't want to know, but I want to know for the fellas. Is it the motion in the ocean or the size that matters? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I actually did a video about this. I think this was last year um, that I did it. So in my opinion, only off of my opinion, whoa, whoa okay, how about this? Let me stop. Fuck my opinion. Um, it really just matters. It depends on the person. Some people really like the the. Don't give me that bullshit answer. <laughs> no, listen. Uh, let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. So, <laughs> so the grass is like you know the 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 thickness of everything. That thickness can really bring out something else. The free person. The length okay. of it can bring out a different part of a person. The motion okay. of it because you know and you understanding the walls can bring a different part of, of the motion for it. It don't take too much to reach the G spot for us. Like it's just like within what three, four inches within the the um inside the vagina, mm-hmm. just like upward and upward motion. Like mm-hmm. you're touching the G spot because you actually pushing up against the clitoris, which will bring like that hush that feeling. Like <laughs> <laughs> Like, so it just varies on, like, how it, it does matter how you use it, because mm. having having being, having a big dick can don't always be pleasurable to some people. Right. Like, sometimes they, it, they, it, it can hurt. Like, it's not fun no more. <laughs> like, <laughs> for some people, for some people, and then for some people, like, you know... It, if the size ain't all that there, but they know what they doing with that little motherfucker, then that's what it's gonna be. Like, it just really varies on, to me, it varies on the person's liking, but the motion in the ocean most definitely can cause a damn tsunami or some shit if mm. it's used properly. Well, that's, yeah, so basically tying back into what you're saying about communicating, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, with your partner, asking mm-hmm. questions, you know what I'm saying, figuring out what they like. You can't just be in the bedroom doing shit. Like, I feel like that's what people <laughs> go wrong. Like, Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, you kind of do because it's like you're still figuring it out. Like, you know, but, but at the same time, again, having those conversations to figure it out. But yeah, like, I'm saying too, like coming from a sense of like trying to do like if you had multiple sexual partners and you you know you didn't have sex with this person and then you know a couple of months later you go have sex with this person trying to do the same thing you were yeah, just that doing. Ain't gonna work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's a, <laughs> you got you got to you know what I'm saying? You do yeah. got to figure it out, but you got to you know read their body it. languages. You got to know yeah. what they like just because she likes when you was licking the clitoris and using your fingers inside the vagina. That don't mean that she gonna like it. Yeah, just yeah. because when she was sucking dick and playing with, with the balls, that don't mean that, that baby girl about to do her. Like yeah, like anybody. <laughs> That's real shit though. Why? That's real why shit. you think people like golden showers? Oh, it's a kink. It's a kink. It's yeah. different. 
it's it's there's like some 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 like super like like is that like I don't know what I'm trying to say. Is that like it's some a, super submissive shit? It could be, yeah. It most definitely could be. Mm-hmm. It could be something on that on that. Uh, like nigga, I do anything for you. I even let you piss on me. Like. Or I mean, some people like the warmth <laughs> that it brings. Some people yeah. like the the feeling of like even if you know your partner is over you or whatever, just feeling as though you're being like. Yeah, showered on. It don't necessarily mean you're getting pissed on, but just looking at it in a different aspect to bring more enjoy, like enjoyable to you. In a sense, mm. that may that may be some people logical why they may like something. Okay, girl, that's a like, whole different perspective. The shower aspect, that's some different shit right there. No. I, that's why I'm saying like you gotta look at it like differently. Like Miami saying that, okay, that's what you like, bitch. Go ahead, go. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see they were saying they was calling it they were saying P. Diddy. I thought that shit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, hey, if that's what they do, that's what they do. If that's yeah. what make him happy and she like making him happy, then that's what she like. I ain't gonna lie, you know, next up on my list, I gotta try that that rope shit. That's what I wanna do. The rope shit. Yeah. What's we want rope play? Like a B- like BDSM type thing? Yeah, like, you know, maybe hanging and shit with the rope. You trying to tie her up, bitch? Yeah. Okay, friend. Yeah, just make sure you have a, you know, a safe word. Make sure you know in the sense of, like, unwrapping and all that good stuff. So y'all can mm-hmm. be safe with everything and mm-hmm. have fun. See? Safe words. Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, you stay on the pissy side. Because <laughs> <laughs> lemonade is crazy, for real. That's, that's crazy. It just can't go right. <laughs> um, So does or can eating habits have anything to do with like your sexual stamina yes. and things like that? Yes. Mm. We got to eat your vegetables. I mean, it can, like, like, how can I put this? Your eating habits, your physical activities most definitely play a part within your sex life. Because Mm -hmm. even, you got to think, even if you're working out and things like that, if you don't have a lot of stamina doing certain exercises, you're going to get tired quicker. Right. Like, you're going to get out of breath quicker. And, like, even, for instance, if you drinking so much, you drinking a lot of water all the time, yo, the, the urine that comes out is going to be more clear than if you always drinking sugary, uh, carbonated things all the time, it's going to be more yellow, which more be more, you know, toxins mm-hmm. and all that stuff coming out. So mm-hmm. it's, it all varies on the same thing within your performance, yes. Your performance, your taste, all that stuff. Damn. Can you imagine, like, getting pissed on after a nigga, like, just and like it's just like golden, a you know? gallon of Nejo. <laughs> yeah. Got Nejo, That's why honey. y'all got to watch what the fuck y'all like eating. Because somebody said, one of my friends said that the guy's, you know, semen, it'd it be salty. For yeah, time. you can taste, you can most definitely taste it. You can. I mean, <laughs> even with like with the vagina, you can taste it. Yeah, like, that's. You'll know yeah. a certain taste. Like, I don't like what you just ate. <laughs> Got some asparagus in. He was eating onions. <laughs> just biting onions in his bitch. <laughs> so no, yeah, sure. that's most definitely something. Yes. Mm. Mm. Oh, so, 
Another question. I got. I just got. I just got. You know, this one. I feel like I'm. I want to answer it first, and then I'm gonna let you answer. (laughs) But so, is your vagina supposed to have a smell? Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like all vaginas have a smell. I just don't feel like it should have an odor. It's a difference in it having a scent. Nobody's vagina (laughs) smells the same. But mm-hmm. if it's funky, then there's a problem, I feel like. So is it supposed to have an odor? In my opinion, no, it isn't. But it it should have some type of smell. Right. Okay. Yes. It's supposed to have... It, you, your pussy's supposed to smell like pussy. <laughs> it's not supposed to smell like onions, m- must. It's, it's yeah. not supposed to make you... You know, press your nose up. It's not supposed to do that. Yeah. Okay. You know, if, if, yeah if immediately it's, it's after not. you said your pussy's supposed to smell like pussy, and they said, "What does pussy smell like?" You got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what she's talking about, <laughs> yeah, go take a shower right now. <laughs> bitch, what? It's a bath. It's yeah. It's 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 just a it's a it's a scent. It's just a it's just a scent. Like yeah. You know this out of just like you know the smell of a fart, you know the smell <laughs> of spit, you know the smell of gas, you just know the smell of pussy. Mm, facts. Mm. And it's a that's the normal smell of it. Now if it's off, that's how you know something wrong. Now how would you know something wrong? You didn't know the natural smell of pussy. Oh, I got a fucking question for your ass. <laughs> His friend is excited now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the goddamn honey packs. Uh, when they was taking these honey packs, were they really doing something? For some people, yes. For some people, no. Okay. Yeah. Explain um, it for the people, friend. Everybody might not know about that. So, honey basically, pack. honey packs is a sexual enhancement that people will use. And they'll add it to, like, their liquor. They'll add it to things to help enhance their, uh, their libido, their sexual desires. Um and being able to like perform or just things like that. Some people it works, some people it did. And use some of the um ingredients that is used in like um um uh Viagra and all that type of stuff, or whatever. But it's some for again, some people it works, some people it don't. Mm. And it's it's not for everybody. And certain enhancements are just not for everybody. Some work, some don't. It just varies on your body. Viagra and all that shit, huh? Yeah, it, it really just matters. Like a lot, I feel like now. Is there a, a female people, Viagra? There, <laughs> um, <laughs> I wouldn't. It's not nothing that is like FDA approved like Viagra, but there are certain herbs and certain things in which you can use to enhance your um your libido. Yeah, it is like them pink pills and shit they be selling at the liquor stores. That's like an enhancement. <laughs> But I wouldn't. I wouldn't prefer. I mean, people use them. I'm not gonna say I wouldn't suggest it because people use them and they they can be safe. Um, but I, it's it's natural ways in which you could do it too. And then when it comes to like to sex, it's mostly a mental thing, and it's mainly a mental thing anyway. Mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. sense of you even wanting to like the thoughts and things and what you're seeing it all plays a part on your desire, which just starts to build up. Like it is things that can reduce you from, you know, having low libido now, but at the same time, like it all stems from that anyway. 
me on and save my life. So, uh, when I get turned off, I'm off. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I come back? I mean, it just, <laughs> but it varies too on save what me. turns you off. <laughs> like, that varies too. That varies on what turns you off. Because if something, something can turn you off and really turn you off, mm-hmm. or something can just like, it's something just happened and it kind of it fuck up the moment compared to turning you off. I'm like Joe Jackson. Like, everything got to be in the line. Mm-hmm. You got to be more open-minded. Yeah, I know. You got to be more open-minded. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you, can't, you can't be a selfish lover. Like, you may not be a selfish lover, but having that mindset can make you a selfish lover. Dang. Hmm. Okay, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, next, uh, me out of save my life. <laughs> <laughs> dropping gems. You've been dropping gems the whole motherfucking episode. Right? Uh, yeah. Um, so I used to like to have sex a lot, I feel like. And like now, I don't. It's, I'm not saying I don't, but it's just like, it's. I'm not pressed to do it as often as I was when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is it because, do you feel like, well, I feel like it's. You learn more just, things than what you want. Say that one it's not time. all about sex. It's not all. Of, it's like when you get older. Like at first, in the beginning, like that's just fun. Like we, it's just at a point mm-hmm. we kind of like, oh shit, I can fuck. Ooh, growing yeah. up, nigga. Around that bed, like it's a yeah. lot of things now that's like, oh shit. So it's just the excitement of everything. Like, mm-hmm. but like as you grow older or you get more experience in life, you start realizing that sex ain't all I want. Yeah, I want more. Like. That's a hell yeah, that's a plus. Like that's, it's a bonus, right? Okay. Yeah, like and it also depends on how much of a percentage of the importance to you is that within your relationship too. Mm-hmm. So just as the older you get, you start just realizing it's more things that you want. It's more things you want to experience outside of just, you know, being physical with your person. Mm. Like, can we mentally like head up with each other? Or are you more are you gonna be being so intellectual to me that that turns me on more so than just you fucking me like that could be right. something more like now that you realize about you or somebody that's just you realizing the things that you want what also turns me on without actually physically being that that you know brings gives me an orgasm like other things that orgasm you I should say yeah Mm-hmm. Look they at call that it now. No your love languages. Yes, that's yeah. very important. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate a little bit more on on love languages? Like, what you do? You like speak to that? Do you teach about that at all? I mean, we talk about it, yeah. Um, because it is a factor, but at the same time, like, it's like people are just not coming comfortable with the term love language, but it's always been a part of relationships like of words of affirmation this all that's uplifting your partner that's making them feel good that's just being there for them you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. acts of services what else is it a physical touch uh uh gift giving and quality time like all of that stuff that all plays a part in a successful relationship like, yeah. knowing your love language will actually help to make you realize what you want more out of that, what's more valuable to you. But for a successful relationship, all that shit matters. Knowing what quality time means to you, how much time is enough, how much time ain't enough. 
do you touch me enough? You want your you want your partner to touch you because if they don't touch you, you're gonna feel like they don't want you. Cheating on you. They don't mm-hmm. want to be around you. You disgust them. They you not they not comfortable around you. Little things like that. Yeah. So yeah. That's hype as shit. This is exciting. I'm loving all of this. I really am. I'm having a great time. I don't know about anyone else. But, but you know what? Other people don't talk about either is the love languages in which they have for themselves, not just what they look for in a relationship. Yeah, that's so, very true. Yeah, like a lot of people don't even realize what their own love language is. Like in the sense of talking about the self-love part, like realizing what you want, what you most value for yourself, what makes you happy. Because mm-hmm. we're so focused on relationships, make somebody else happy, what you want out of a relationship, but also what do you want out of yourself to make this relationship work? We say it all the time. Everything starts with self. Yeah, we're going to so, put that shit on the search soon, too. Yeah, so that's something, too, I feel like. I feel like we start to learn that more the older that the older we get. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> but what? Why can't we learn it earlier? <clears throat> what? Self-love? Yeah, <laughs> I mean we can, but I mean, well, you know, like, like we should. That should be something we all should learn. But we also, like, you gotta think too. If you are in a relationship and you are serious in a relationship, most a lot of people tend to say they lost their. It's a time where an argument starts because a person starts feel like they lost themselves trying to make somebody else happy. Thanks. So now you're trying to figure out. You're trying to find you again. You hear people say that all the time. I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. if they was married, just dating for a minute, whatever. When someone is like so into you and they forget themselves, they're forgetting their own love language. Mm-hmm. Like we all go through stages where we like, oh, you should know that girl this and that. But when you go through it, sometimes now you see why it was harder for other people sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, but that's why I mean, like, we should we should know that. But everything we should know or we do know, sometimes we can forget it, depending on how much we invested with someone or in that relationship, or even being selfish sometimes, being too selfish with yourself. Amen. And <laughs> this bitch preaching, y'all preaching. <laughs> What else she want to get to him? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I don't have any more questions. I don't think so. I feel like we probably, like, what are some, like, are there any other, like, common myths or something or, like, anything that people always ask you that we haven't asked you that's, like, interesting? Um... I know we shouldn't ask you a question to ask that we should ask, but you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? I get, I feel like I just get, I feel like we done covered a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, if I'm, I'm really trying to sit here and think, like, what have they asked me? I'm, by, the, by the time we go off the phone, I'm going to be like, yeah, damn it. You know <laughs> <laughs> so I can't even, I can't necessarily, like, say, like, but yeah I really can't say but one thing I can say is like when it comes to like your relationship you know communication is key and mm-hmm. being able to use all of your senses when you're are having intercourse with your partner is very important um even with yourself like make sure you know how to pleasure yourself before you decide to try to pleasure somebody else 
because you may pleasure them quicker than you pleasure yourself with them and now you mad because now they done left with a, nothing you didn't so thanks is I'm it trying to think of like little summaries of what we talked about <laughs> That's i got a question though uh-huh. like so straight people like to ask lesbians or gay people about like specific questions about bedroom or sex and I just like do you think it's more curiosity or is it I just don't understand like what <laughs> why do everybody what? need to know I, I don't understand it's a, it's a curiosity okay most times it's a curiosity sometimes it's a fantasy sometimes it's just trying to get the visuals but most times it's a curiosity because you don't know. Like you hear people asking all the time, "How you wipe your nails? How you wipe your ass with long ass nails?" <laughs> like that's a curious. Like you really don't want to know, but you do want to know. Like, <laughs> like uh, if you want to visualize them wiping their ass, then that's just different. But if you really like, I don't want to visualize you doing it, but I'm just curious on like how. Like you know, that's just certain people's way of asking out of their own curiosity. Mm. Okay, so. maybe I'm just being mean then, because it's just like why? I don't, why? Because I mean, most times, most times it's a fetish. Most times it's you know it, it can become like it it can, it can be asked wrong. It can be asked uncomfortably. It can be asked just by the wrong type of person, just off mm-hmm. that energy. It's just they can be so innocent with it, but they just giving off this like perverted vibe or like it's <laughs> like this way. But you like, bro, why? Like yeah, that's true. Uh, I get it. Like I, I get it. Because some people, you probably be like, I mean, depending on who it is to you too, or like what you know about them. That's true. So mm. I got one last question, and then we can go into a commercial break. What do you plan to do, or what is like the biggest goal you want to achieve as far as and sex education and or raw and explicit? The my overall goal with this, like I know the steps that I'm taking and things I want to do, but like my overall goal with Ron Explicit is to open up a free clinic, a free safe a safe space for people where they're able to get tested, they're able to get education, they're able to get a pregnancy test, they're able to get prenatal care, postnatal care, um, just like a like how Herman Keeper was before it just you know went away and just became so not a area for people to come and get the necessities and things that they need for free or not feeling judged sometimes like Mm -hmm. I want to give a safe space like I know most clinics now they're like they're not they have nurses or people on the staff that just do their job they don't show any kind of empathy they don't show any kind of nothing it makes the clients uncomfortable I don't want to provide that kind of space I want everybody to be treated equally as though how they would want to be treated if they go into somewhere to get tested, not being judged off their, their preferences or what they do, how many partners they had, how many STDs they might have had or their history and things like that. Like, I want to provide a space where people can get tested, people can get education, people can have a safe space, people can be able to get the resources in which they need that we lack of within our community. That's my overall big goal. I love that. Too, I love that. Too. Tell the people how they can find you real quick. Instagram, Facebook, whatever you got, website, let them know. So uh, social media platforms, um, Miana Suave, that's my main page, or Raw and Explicit, spelled just as way it sounds. It's all one word, Raw and Explicit. 
Um, that's that Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, <laughs> my website is under construction now for like future bookings and um, like class updates and things like that. And I will be having online classes soon as well. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Well, we love having you. I have fun. I like answering questions and all that stuff anyway. Yeah, so thank you for like having good, me. He's like a sex Google. I appreciate it. Thanks. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> love the compliment. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. My, thanks for joining us. Of course. I appreciate you. What's up, guys? Pretty Teach here. I just wanted to personally thank you all for listening. Thank you for rocking with us. We appreciate you guys who have been supporting us from day one. Be sure to send us a DM, send us an email. If you got some everyday-ish for us, some advice you're looking for, we want to hear from you guys. Again, thank you for listening. We appreciate y'all. And back to the show. And we are back. We have... I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Her insight. She was very educational. You know what I'm saying? She was answering all the motherfucking questions. Back to back to back to back. You know what I'm saying? Um, but no, it was and her some of her perspectives for real, for real. It was pretty, pretty dope for real, for real. It made you think a lot. So, you know, listenings out there, listeners, listening, everybody <laughs> in between. <laughs> If y'all got any questions or comments or, you know, theories or, you know, stories that y'all want to share, you know, definitely DM us, email us. Uh, We appreciate y'all as always, you know what I'm saying, for listening. We appreciate our guests, you know what I'm saying, for this episode. If you got anybody else that y'all might want to, you know, see on the show, any specialists or artists or anything like that, any businesses, you know what I'm saying, definitely send them, you know, our way. Um, You got anything else for the people, friend? Uh no, nah, I'm gonna put uh uh all of me on this information or bio. Not bio. The fuck am I talking about? Yeah. In the description of the episode, y'all can just go ahead and check that out. Uh yeah. Right shit. Have a blessed one. <laughs> that was nice, friend. <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> we out this bitch. Peace out. Yay!